Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. And we got Super Dad here, Brad Allen. How's it going? Good. I'm kind of I'm chuckling to myself over here. This seems like an appropriate topic, especially for... Uh, for you, not uh, maybe yeah. not a grandparent, but talking about kids and babies. Oh, and yeah, we're finally getting a little sleep. Uh, you are sleeping. Slept, That's uh, a bonus, huh? I got seven hours last night. Wow! And, you know, I woke up this morning. I could actually see colors again. That's and... right. That's <laughs> right. You guys are getting through those really uh, tough months. Everybody's doing well. Everybody's doing good. Yeah, thank you. Excellent, excellent. Well, I got a, a kind of a fun topic. You know, I, I think it's um, it's always a joy. I guess I'm fortunate enough. My my mother lives with me and. So the kids get to spend a lot of time with grandma, but it's always interesting. You see some of our clients and, you know, some of them are on the younger end of retirement. Some of them are on the, the other end of retirement, but the ones that are having grandkids for the first time, there's just this joy and this glow about them when they talk about it. there's so much excitement. And, you know, uh, we see a lot of our clients today, I think, are really, you know, helping you know, their their kids with the grandkids quite a bit. You know, mm -hmm. daycare costs are very expensive. And, you know, so becoming a grandparent is certainly an exciting time, but there's also a lot of work to be done. Not just talking about diapers, Brad. I know you're you're kind of deep <laughs> Plenty in... Plenty of work in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, deep, I, I was going to say deep in diapers, but I, I guess I could come out a little wrong if I'm not careful. <laughs> but you're, you're deep in it, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, I, I think there's some things financially that, that can be done as well. And, and one of those, it sounds a little simple, but people forget to do it. I'm all, often surprised when we meet a new client how often this is missed. And that that's uh, updating the beneficiary forms. Yeah, I mean, be sure to update your, your will to add new grandchildren. Also look at um, life insurance policies, bank and brokerage accounts, retirement plans. They typically all have beneficiary forms which could override your will. So you should definitely update all these forms every couple of years and after every major life change, including you know marriage or divorce or deaths or births, you know, all that kind of stuff that's, that's ongoing and changing. There's a lot of moving parts and decisions to make with estate planning. So I recommend you sit down with a financial professional and a state attorney to make sure that you and your family are covered so that if anything happens down the road, you know it's not going to go through the probate process. And I mean, that's such a long process when it goes through the courts. And you just want to make sure everything's covered so that the folks that you want to inherit these accounts are actually going to be the ones that do. Yeah, I think that's important. And it's, you know, oddly enough, it's often overlooked. I think it's one of those things that's just easy to, you know, you said it many years ago and you forget. And 
And sometimes you may want to leave money directly to the grandkids. Maybe you're going to leave some to that next generation. Some, some, you know, some of our clients say, hey, I'll just leave it to my kids, and they can determine what they want to leave. So it's a very personal choice, but whatever your choice is, you want to make sure the plan follows that mm -hmm. and that it transfers, as you mentioned, the most efficient manner. We want to avoid any headaches of probate and avoid any taxes we can. I think tax strategies and, and planning for that are important. We do have some classes coming up this month. We're getting pretty close to them. Um, I, I really need to double-check, see if we're full or not, but that's on the 12th and 13th. We're going to be out in Delafield this month at the Water Street Brewery. We're going to talk about required minimum distribution, Social Security, and taxes. And, and so you can register for those, by the way, at WealthWisconsin.com, WealthWisconsin.com, or by calling 414-409-7226. But... I think some folks, Brad, tell you know everybody's got different goals, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and some of some of our clients say, "Hey, ideal world, the day I pass away, I spend every penny and my checkbook balances to zero. Some say, "Hey, I want to enjoy myself. What's left is left." But we do have some clients that say, "You know, it's really important to me. I want to help the kids and grandkids." You know, some even go to the extreme of saying, "We're we're spending as little as possible so we can pass on as much as possible." Certainly not, not arguing that that should be your goal. Your goal should be your goal, whatever is important to you, right? But, you know, if passing money is important to you, then beyond the beneficiaries, we really have to think about tax consequences. Are there ways we can structure those assets so they pass in the most efficient manner? More of the money stays with the kids and grandkids or whomever you want it to go to, less goes to taxes and really make sure we're doing that in the most effective manner. Yeah, you want to try to make uh, not make Uncle Sam yeah. one of your, your biggest beneficiaries. There's a number of different ways to do that. A lot of great ways to do it, even on an IRA. You know, a lot of people say, boy, my IRA is all pre-tax dollars. You know, my kids are going to inherit it. That's all income for that. Well, it can be if it's structured and not handled properly. But, you know, the kids and grandkids, really anybody who can fog a mirror can inherit that as an inherited IRA, allows it to keep growing, is subject to inherited required minimum distributions, but allows it to keep growing without that big upfront lump sum taxation. The difference between the longevity of dollars is phenomenal when you don't pay that large amount of taxes up front. So that's a, a, a pretty easy but an important step. You're listening to the Re Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. we got Brad Allen here today talking about a fun topic, Brad. You know, what are some of the maybe money moves grandparents should make? Maybe you're a, a new grandparent. Uh, maybe there's a new grandchild coming or you have already have them you know this is just in time grandparents day is tomorrow sunday september 9th so you know it's a great uh great time to talk about it and, and i i think it, it's difficult to talk about grandkids being born without attempting i guess to tackle the huge cost of college expenses right i mean you know college uh education costs have just gone up and up and up at such a dramatic rate it's really difficult to plan for financially. One of those tough topics, you know, we talk about pretty commonly, if it comes down to being able to afford funding your retirement or the colleges, as tough as this sounds, you know, I have three kids, obviously love them to death, would do anything for them. 
would love to be able to help them for college, but if you cannot afford both, this is an area you have to be selfish. You have to put your retirement first. Remember, there's student loans. There's different, there's grants, there's, you know, all types of programs that the kids can can work on and really, you know, try to control that cost or get funding for the cost, but there's no loans for retirement. You know, you have what you have, and if you don't have that set up ahead of time, you know, it really puts you into a bad spot, and then you start running into those longevity issues. But one of the ways you can help the grandkids if you want to is through a 529 plan. Yeah, I mean, helping contribute to your grandchild's future education, a 529 plan is a good option. You know, a 529 plan is an education savings plan set up by uh, a state or educational institution. Every state offers um, now at at least one plan. Uh, the, The money you save won't be taxed as long as you use it. Uh, to pay for approved educational expenses like tuition, fees, books, supplies, room and board, that kind of stuff. The money in the 529 plan isn't limited to a college or university. If your grandchild enrolls in a trade or vocational school, you can use the money to pay tuition there. Also, uh, you can change the beneficiary to somebody else in your immediate family, like a sibling, a spouse, a grandchild, cousin, or or even yourself, if, if no one in your family uses that money for education expenses. So you just want to make sure, you know, when you're putting money into these things, you that they know that they can only use it for educational purposes, all that kind of stuff, but just have that, that kind of plan in place. Yeah, I think that's really important. Another, you know, benefit of the plan comes from the tax reform that went into effect this year. It's one of the topics we're going to talk about quite a few this month. Out in Delafield, you can register for those upcoming classes at wealthwisconsin.com, but another big benefit of the 529 comes from the tax reform, you know, w- with President Trump. Starting this year, 2018, you can use a 529 plan to pay for private education from kindergarten through 12. So before that, 529s were only for, you know, college and and things of that nature. Now, this also includes religious schools. The average tuition at a private high school now tops $14,000. There's some schools out there, Brad, that go up to $30,000. So... With all the kids that you have, I know you're going to be working a lot of hours. Working that's right. You'll see a lot of me, right? That's right. But you might want to invest uh, more conservatively if you're thinking about kindergarten through 12th grade education expenses other than college costs just because of the time, right? It's just a time risk analysis. If we need the money you know, sooner, then you're going to want to invest in more. It's just like in retirement, right? If you think about the bucket concept in retirement, maybe I have that bucket of investments that I have for income right now, I have the bucket of, of money that I have for income down the road to account for inflation, things of that nature. And then there's that last bucket that's maybe the emergency bucket, maybe the bucket, God forbid, I have major health problems, but hopefully, most likely, the bucket that passes on to my loved ones, well, that can be a little bit more aggressive. Same concept here. If I need to plan for, you know, kind of private school, you know, costs right now, I want to invest a little bit more conservatively because I need it short-term versus college expenses could, they're just being born, maybe it's 18, 20 years out. So I can invest that a little bit more aggressive, can afford some of the swings in the market, and I should be rewarded a little bit more, right? It's what we call modern portfolio theory. If I'm taking a risk, I should get rewarded for it. If I'm not willing to take risk, if I want to invest more conservative, then I need to be willing to accept a little bit lower rate of return. Brad, we get it. You know, all the time, especially coming off a year like last year, market, you know, S&P was up about 22 percent. 
you know, somebody says, why did I only make, you know, 15, right? And the answer is, well, you're a little bit more conservative. You know, we can get into a more aggressive portfolio that would have been up, you know, 18, 20%. But in 2008, then you lost nearly 40%. Mm-hmm. You know, so just remember when it comes to risk, there's always two sides of the coin. I think in my industry, some advisors want to try to tempt you with that plus side. Make sure you're looking at those downside years and you're comfortable with that. You don't want to sell at the bottom. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. As always, we really appreciate you tuning in. We know you have a lot of listening options, and we appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here today and talking about some of the things to consider from a financial standpoint once you become a grandparent. Really exciting time in life, Mm -hmm. right? People really get uh, involved in the grandkids' lives. I... uh, like to tease my parents, you know, they, they kind of spoil them, they load them up with sugar. I say, hey, we didn't get to eat all that junk when we were kids. And they say, uh, you know, my time to spoil them, your time to raise them. That's not my responsibility. Well, that's because they can just give them back to you once, right. once they're all hopped up on sugar. You get know? them all wound up and spoil <laughs> them, and they, they tell me it's my responsibility to raise them. But that's fair. That, that's fair. I, they, they love spending time with the grandparents, and I think that relationship is always unique and special for folks. And You know, Brad, before the break, we were talking a little bit about 529s, you know, and and I think a lot of a change that a lot of people aren't aware of that 529 plan can now be used for private education, including religious schools, all the way down to kindergarten through 12th grade, not just for college expenses anymore. But I, I think there's some important things to think about if you're considering funding a 529. Well, I always recommend starting with your your home state to see the options and whether they have additional tax benefits. But feel free to shop around. I mean, you want to find the plan that feel that that you feel gives you the best investment options at the lowest cost. Uh, if you have additional questions, which many people do, a, a trusted financial professional can help you sort that out. But proactively saving for grandkids' college is a much better answer than taking out student loans for your grandchildren, things like that. Seniors over the age of sixty are the fastest growing population with student loans. Many are taking out loans for their children or grandchildren, and nearly 40% of those seniors are in default. So your Social Security benefits can be garnished, putting you in serious financial trouble in retirement. Starting a, a 529 plan early and contributing to it often is, is a good way to get you out of that. So we, we mentioned it earlier. You know, you can take out a loan for college or the kids can take out a loan for college but you cannot take a loan out for retirement so you never want to put uh their college savings before your retirement it's so important because you just you need this money yeah you really do you really do you know and i think you know you think about at least i you know i think about my folks with the with the kids and and, you know i think spoiling the grandkids becomes a, a fun thing to do and i certainly don't want to stop anybody from doing that but I do caution grandparents from, you know, going overboard. I think a lot of parents find themselves with more clothes than their child can wear, more toys than they have time to play with. A tip I tell grandparents is to take their gift budget, divide it in half. You can still spoil your grandkids, but save the other half for long-term goals like a mountain bike, maybe a musical instrument, or even a car later in life. You can do this by contributing to a dedicated savings account in their name. 
you know, maybe you want to start a Roth for them if they're eligible. But, you know, make sure your grandparent budget fits into your overall financial plan. I think, Brad, we may have talked about this last week. Some of the weeks blend together. But we were talking about having a budget. So if gifting, buying stuff for the grandkids, taking them clothes shopping, even as simple as going out to the movies, taking them to a play, whatever it is that you're passionate about, you know, doing together time-wise with the, with the grandkids, Let's just account for it. I'm certainly not the the stooge here saying you can't do that. Don't spend any money on the grandkids. But if that's important to you, we need to account for that and have it as part of the budget. Yeah, I mean, you want to account for everything and 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 make that plan and and have things that'll drop off too. You know, a budget is there right now, but a lot of things will drop off in the future once those once those kids are out of college and on their own, all that kind of stuff. You won't be helping them as much anymore, and you know, things like the mortgage might fall off or car payments. So you want to be as accurate with that budget when you're putting an overall plan together because it makes a huge difference in how much money you have left over at you know eighty, ninety, hundred years old. Well, and it just comes in the data, right? I mean, if we have accurate data, then we can plan for it generally appropriately. I mean, if you haven't saved and you're you're out spending what you can afford, it's a di- whole different set of problems. But, you know, if we can account for your budget, again, let's make it realistic or, if anything, maybe a little bit rich, if you will, and then we can account for it. We can look at creating income. We can inflate those expenses up. We can start to wrestle all those monsters that kind of rear their ugly heads in retirement and start to account for it. But if you tell me you're spending, you know, 4000 a month and you're really spending eight, and I'm not saying intentionally. Some people just don't realize, right? That's why going through that budget is such a great exercise. But if you're really spending eight, that can be really problematic. So it's really important that we sit down, take the time, is that as uncomfortable as that might be. I know folks just really don't like thinking about the budget, but we can help you walk through that, some of those goals. We do have some classes coming up here in September. You can view the upcoming schedule and register right at wealthwisconsin.com, or you can call the office at 414-409-7226, and we'll talk you through how to create that budget, account for inflation, taxation, how to maximize Social Security, really important pieces of the puzzle. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. I got Brad Allen here today, and we got a great topic here. We're talking about, you know, some of the things from a financial perspective to think about. You know, maybe you're becoming a grandparent for the first time or just out there having a great time with the grandkids. It could be you're helping the kids and babysitting them a couple days a week. Maybe you're just spoiling them and having a great time. But, you know, some of the things that that you you want to talk about. And I know, Brad, I I hit on this, but I I think it deserves another mention, if you will. But really important, you know, we can move on after this, but I I really want to just stress this one last time, really important to prioritize your retirement. You know, make sure you're on track for your own retirement before you rack up spending on the grandkids, right? If you're still working, 
Do you have a plan for, you know, when you'll retire, how much you'll need to save to get there? Some of the basic questions we talk about every week, but, you know, maybe you're already retired. Do you have a spending plan to make sure you don't outlive your savings? It's what, you know, we refer to often on the show here as longevity risk, those kind of fears. You wake up at 3 in the morning and, you you know, you can't go back to sleep, but really need to prioritize your own financial plan so you don't end up being a burden on the children and grandchildren. You know, we talk about it all the time. No loans for retirement. There are loans for for the kids when it comes to college and things of that nature. So really make sure that you're putting your retirement first and and making that uh, really the priority. As selfish as that can sound, I think it's important. And I think also, you know, grandparents offer a different perspective on money managers because you have so much experience to draw from, right? So I, I think it's important that you pass that on, right? I'm always amazed when we meet folks, and sometimes I, I work, you know, volunteer bread with some different organizations and teach young kids how to budget and start saving for retirement. And I'm amazed at how some teens and even kids in their 20s have so such a small wealth of knowledge on on money issues. So it's a, I think it's a great opportunity where you can pass that on. Yeah, there's so many different ways to teach kids about saving and, and, and you know, spending and all that kind of stuff. I, I think, you know, just meeting with clients throughout the years here, I, I've heard such great stories about different things that grandparents or even parents are doing to, to help teach their kids about saving in, in college. So one I heard recently was um, these parents were, were making their kids pay for the first two years of college, and then they told them that they would take the rest, whether that's another two years or three years or something like that. But what that does is that uh, gives them, they put some skin in the game for them, right? So they're they're learning that they need to work all of, and go to class and, and these classes become more important to them because it's actually coming out of their pocket now. And uh, I, th- I thought that was such a, a great way of doing things. But there's so many different ways to teach kids about money and make sure that, uh, you know, once they get out of college that it's you know, not deer in the headlights. You know, a lot of kids are coming out of school and they're not finding the jobs right away that they want and, and they're not putting enough money into the 401ks or retirement or Roths. And that could be a problem down the road because you think of the new generation coming out of college. We don't know what Social Security looks like for that generation. I mean, there's not going to be maybe a guaranteed income stream or, or it won't look the same at least. So definitely something that they need to learn quickly and make sure that they're saving for themselves. Yeah, I think you bring up a, a great point there. And, you know, having skin in the game is important. I, I know for me, when I had to pay for my college expenses, you know, it was a little bit different than some of the friends I had in college that, you know, maybe they were in a fortunate position, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, somebody was able to cover the tuition. Boy, I, I knew what those credits cost. You know, there was no five-year plan for Tony. I, I couldn't <laughs> afford it. So I was getting done in four years no matter what it took and working full-time and um, I, I think those are great learning lessons. It's always, to me, an interesting dynamic. I think if you look at every generation, we all want, you know, life to be a little bit easier for our kids than it was for us. But, you know, at least as a parent, I struggle, Brad, from time to time with the concept, you know, is it too easy? Mm-hmm. You know, do they really understand it? My parents were, you know, I shouldn't say where they're still here, but, you know, they're amazing, amazing folks, both worked in factories, very hard workers. And I learned some great work ethic. And, you know, my kid's life is a little bit easier from the work aspect than, than mine was. But you worry, do they understand that value of the dollar? I think there's some different things you can do. My kids, when they get a gift or earn some money, they have to split it into thirds. Third, they get to spend. Third, they have to save. 
third, they have to donate or give away any way they want. So hopefully I'm starting to teach them some of that. But I think every generation, you, you just it's this natural feeling. I think you want to make their life easier than yours was. and But maybe there's that point where it gets a little bit too easy. So there's that balancing point, right? But, again, I, I think as grandparents, you have a unique opportunity to really give them a lifetime of experience about hard work, work ethic, saving, financial matters, investments. Maybe talk to them about some of the mistakes, too, not just the good things. Where are some areas that you made mistakes that you would have done different if you had the opportunity? And really let these little creatures you love so much learn from that lifetime of experience. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here today and we're talking about his oodles and oodles of diapers he's changing. No, I'm kidding. We're great topic we're talking about uh maybe your grandparent for the first time in retirement or maybe you have some grandkids you're having a great time helping out the kids or spending some time with those grandkids and you know discussing some of the challenges and things that you may want to consider one thing we always encourage if you have a question uh truly my goal of this show when we talk about being an education first firm i mean that in, in a quite literal sense you know i really hope you listen to the show you learn something I, I can express from experience with our clients or even folks that have come in and decided not to become a client for one reason or another. There's certainly never any cost or obligation. But, you know, I, I think when you come through appointments, we really work hard to educate you on what's happening in your accounts, develop that income plan, answer those questions. You know, Brad, we hear it all the time, right? This wakes me up at 3 in the morning and I just can't go back to sleep. We all seem to have that that issue or set of issues that's a little bit scary when it comes to retirement. And, you know, being an education first firm, you've worked hard for that money. I think you have a right to get those questions answered. But if you have questions, you're welcome to email them in. It's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. We're always going to respond to those. And then I think the ones that are pertinent or, or maybe have some uh you know, universal messages that can be uh, shared by us all and, and help us pick up different things to apply to our retirement we like to share on air. And I understand we have a, a question this week, Brad. Yeah, this one came in this week, um, and it's a good question, one we get a lot. So the question is, how should you arrange your estate to save on taxes and avoid probate? Oh, taxes and probate. That's a good one. And, and a loaded one, right? I mean, this is going to be a little bit different answer for all of us. So I want to talk about some general concepts, but but please remember, when it comes to estate planning, tax planning is a very specific process, very individual. depends on what type of income. It depends on the tax classification of your accounts. Is it going to the next generation, grandkids, someone who's not related? You know, what types of... So a lot of loaded questions. Real simple one, though. Really make sure that you're, if, if you have an account, you can name a beneficiary, name that beneficiary, right? That automatically bypasses probate. So beneficiary designations bypass probate. Even on 401ks, right? Yeah, I Even, see that yeah, a lot. Absolutely. A lot of people are not naming beneficiaries on the 401ks. So on those retirement accounts... Even your bank accounts. Most people don't realize you can go in on your bank accounts and you can file what's called a POD form, paid on death. That just simply means I'm adding a beneficiary to that checking, savings, CD, money market account, right? 
All my beneficiaries have to do essentially show up with a death certificate, fill out a claim form, the account's theirs. Makes it what could be a somewhat challenging process pretty simple. Same with stocks, right? Maybe you have some stock accounts, mutual funds, ETFs, bonds, and they aren't in a retirement account. So it's not an IRA, it's not a Roth, just maybe a joint account or an account directly in your name. You can do what's called a TOD or a transfer on death designation. Again, you're just simply naming the beneficiaries. Now, God forbid the day comes something happens to you, those stocks automatically transfer to those beneficiaries. They also currently get a step up in basis, which is a great tax advantage as well. I think taxes, Brad, really underlooked topic, right? It really is, yeah. I mean, most people coming into your office, do you see a lot of tax strategies or tax planning? I don't, and a lot of people really don't think about where they're going to draw from first, what makes the most sense. You know, a lot of times I'll talk about Social Security, and, and a lot of people will turn it on right away at 62 because they just retired. They want that income to come in right away. But as far as tax strategies go, that might be the lowest tax bracket that you're ever in again. So holding off on Social Security and letting it grow and maybe drawing from a 401K at that time might be something to think about. So, yeah, I mean, taxes are something that you need to dive into, and there's so many different things to think about with them. And it's the area I think that, you know, can typically some simple changes from a tax planning perspective can add the most longevity to your to your estates, whether that longevity means there's more dollars left to pass on or your money you can spend more or someplace gonna last later in life. Could be a variety of different goals there, but that can really have a big impact. We have some great classes coming up this month. We have some some pretty short kind of high level classes. We're gonna be out in Delafield. And then we're going to offer this fall a little bit more in-depth class. It's three hours. You know, it's going to be a time commitment, but we're really going to dive into some of the topics you should be exploring in retirement. You know, really take a look at some of those and teach you either how to do that on your own. If you're kind of a self-trader, you like to tackle this stuff yourself, that would be a great option for you. Or maybe um, give you some ideas on how to find the right advisor or, or what questions or topics to be looking for. You can see those upcoming classes at WealthWisconsin.com. You can register right online. We do need you to register ahead of time at WealthWisconsin.com or by calling 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here today talking about a fun topic, grandkids, right? My mom and dad, boy, they like to get them riled up. And then they say, here, it's your problem now, right? you you got to deal with it. I know but how it goes, yeah. I guess that's the same way I was with my, my grandparents, you oh, know, I'm their sure. parents. It's kind of the natural order of things, I suppose, but... Uh, and someday you know, you'll do the same thing. I know. It's hard to imagine my little babies having babies. But I said to my little eight-year-old the other day, I, I said, Ava, or, uh, I said, you know, I want to, we were talking about health, and she was asking me why I was having a salad. It was kind of an interesting conversation. But I said, I want to be here for your kids. She goes, I'm not having kids. I said, well, what if you get married? She said, I'm not getting married. I'm living with you for the rest of my life. I said, well, I've got to record that, and I'll play that at your wedding or something. But kind of the cute things that kids say but a lot of things you should think about i think financially you know when it comes to retirement as well 
and, and you know, we've talked about the, the 529 plans and, you know, some of the, the, I think, the different great experiences you can share with the grandkids and really share your lifetime of wealth when it comes to retirement planning. And, and I mentioned it earlier, but I think sometimes sharing the downfalls, too. I think we all have a tendency to want to tell our kids, do this, do this, do this. But I think a lot of kids learn through saying, hey, here's where I made a mistake. We're all human. Mm-hmm. Here's where I made a mistake and tripped up. And, boy, if I could go back, I would have done X, Y, or Z differently. I think that can be a great opportunity another area brad i think is grandparent scam is pretty common this is one that's going on in our area that i want to make sure folks are aware of so you don't fall victim to this yeah we did a whole um show on on scams because there's so many different ones out there but the grandparent scam is is really common and preys on the hearts of grandparents so the phone call goes a, a little like this. So the person says, hi, Grandma, do you know who this is? And when the unsuspecting grandparent guesses the name of the grandchild that the scammer most sounds like, the scammer has established a fake identity. Uh, the fake grandchild will usually ask for money to solve some unexpected financial problem like overdue rent or a car re- repair payment. Uh, and they usually ask for uh, Western Union or a money gram. Uh, the scammer will also use the line, please don't tell my parents, they would kill me. Uh, if you get a call like this, the best thing to do is to hang up and call that grandchild back uh, at their phone number so you know that you're really talking to them. So seniors are, are losing the most money to scammers. Victims over the age of 80 lost nearly $1,100 last year. Uh, you know, I work with uh, older adults who are in or near retirement, and retirees can't afford to fall victim to these scams. They need that money now, whether it's their Social Security check or whatever it might be. Um, and pretty recently here, I've I've had somebody tell me that they, they got this call, and the, the person on the other uh, line said that they needed money within the next couple hours. They were in uh, jail or something like some kind of story like that. And they did just that. They hung up the phone, they called it back and um, it, it actually was a scam. So there, the things are out there. You want to be careful. You want to just kind of be your own advocate and make sure that, yeah, if, uh, if the grandkids need help, you're going to help them, but make sure it's them first. Yeah, I think that's important. And I think oftentimes, you know, any of the financial scams that we've talked about over the years tend to, uh, there's this false sense of urgency, I guess, is the word I'm looking for, where they try to put pressure on you from, you know, like you mentioned, I need the money in the next couple of hours, hoping you'll panic, call Western Union and get it done, right? That, I mean, it's almost never the case. I mean, God forbid the kids are even in jail. There's no, there's no time factor there, right, right that's going to make any difference, right? If they need to bail money or however that works, I'm, I'm certainly no expert in that area. But, you know, my understanding is there's no time crunch there. There's no time pressure, right? So just take the time, do your research, figure out if it's really them. We see this on email, too, where emails will come through. So just want to be smart and take your time there. We're going to cover a lot of these great topics. We have some interesting options coming up for folks for our educational series. We have some a little bit higher level short that we're going to talk about required minimum distribution, Social Security, and the new tax code and how to implement some tax strategies out in Delafield. It's going to be a little bit shorter session, about an hour or so, hour and a half. For those that want to take a little bit more in-depth dive, we have a three-hour session. Really going to be great for folks. Maybe you're doing your own planning or really just want a more in-depth look at how to plan for that. You can see the upcoming schedule. We do need everybody to register at WealthWisconsin.com. They will fill up. In fact, I think the ones in Delafield are about full. Mm -hmm. But you can see the entire upcoming list at WealthWisconsin.com 
or by calling the office at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. And next week, Brad, we've got a great topic. We're going to be talking about are you facing a retirement saving shortfall? I think it's a big fear we all have, that longevity risk. I want to talk about ways to make up for that savings gap later in life. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.